I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Alrighty, let's get into it. Titans. Key stats. We won't go through all of them. Um, I'm just trying to look at something that is impressive. Probably the tackle breaks. They, they rank fifth. Concerning one, missed tackles third, which means like third worst. Um, now, the Titans for me, people are going to probably say Queensland bias, but I actually am so excited about them as a club. I actually think we saw a, quite a big turnaround in their attitude now they may have missed a lot of tackles but I think the difference was is their ability to, to scramble was very different to, to yesteryear I think Kieran Fawns brought a lot extremely disappointing into the season because when you look at the first 15 rounds they had one two three four five six six wins so what six wins and nine losses anyway um, much more wins and then you look at the last 17 to 27 rounds, 10 rounds. They only managed three wins. So the start of the year, I really felt that they were turned a new new corner. When you look at some of these scores, they look a lot closer than maybe towards the end of the year or a bit of a period. But um, like, as I said, it's super hard. They they finished, what, 14th or 13th? 14th. 14th. Yeah. 14th. Yeah, 14th, and they were 13th. So they finished 14th. So it's super hard to not say it is a disappointing year, but I do think the letting go of Holbrook probably derailed their season quite a bit because they were sitting ninth. What round did they release him? So anyway, let's just look at it. So by round 10, they were seventh. By round 15, they were eighth. He was gone the next week after the bye. Okay, yeah, so after the bye, they played Brisbane. They lost 18-12. They became ninth. And now looking back on that, it's a bloody good performance. It's a bloody good performance. Then they just went 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, and then basically stayed at 14th. So I do believe you could cut them some slack when you lose a coach that is loved by the playing group. That's probably the catalyst for why they fell off as hard as they did. But I also believe that the Titans have made a ruthless call but to get a guy like Desi Hasler at the club, I think mm. it's going to be a good long-term call. 
Yeah, I was just having a look at their season. You know, they obviously released the coach during that buy round in round 16. Um, after that, they only played four bottom eight teams for the rest of the season. All the rest were top eight sides. Mm. They had a pretty tough run. And when you consider, you know, those bottom eight teams include the Dolphins, who were no easy beats, the Parramatta Eels, who were grand finalists last year, and the North Queensland Cowboys, who were playing pretty decent footy as well. So, yeah. had a really tough run home. I don't know if I am forgetting stuff or whatever, but I didn't expect the stats to be this bad. Did you guys? No. Nah. Nah. I didn't either. Didn't, I, I thought the they had a better season. Yeah. In my head, they'd had a better season than the, the stats. Even though I thought their defence was quite, like, I thought it was vastly improved, but they had the, what, the, the fourth worst defence in the NRL. But if you have Third a look worst. at the last five weeks, oh, their best defensive effort was 28 points. Yeah. And it's like, like it really got away from them at the back end. Yeah, horribly. And they were bad losses. Like those final rounds, you said got away from them. Like they lost four of their last five. They won their last game of the year, but that was 34 30. Before that, they lost 37 16, 40 to 14, 36 6, 28 18. So big blowout score lines. It just yeah. finished terribly, didn't it? And it's interesting you say, Kempy, about it's a real. That call on Holbrook was such a big decision. They were sitting eighth at the time, eighth or ninth at the time. The real chance of playing finals footy, vastly improved side. Obviously, they thought Desi Hasler long-term. They've gone the long-term plan, so short-term pain. I don't think they would have probably thought this at the time, but we're willing to sacrifice a decent chance at finals footy this year for longer-term success. Yeah, and I think that sometimes you need to... Look, I understand you know, Holbrook being upset my understanding of the situation is that there were certain things in his contract that he needed to, I guess, hit or whatever, mm. like positions or whatever. And I don't think he did. But I think the way they went about it was like super ruthless. But this is a ruthless business, unfortunately. Like if, if, they had a, if it had a leak to the media, then the players could – you know what I mean? It becomes a big circus where it was just boom, Dunskies. Mm. So I, – that doesn't mean I don't feel for Holbrook. I, I really do because it seemed like they were turning it around. But when you look at it from a Titans perspective, it's like, how many years? Like, how long do we have yeah. to wait before? And I think that the Desi Hazlitt situation has gone, okay. What I like about it from the Titans is, is they've gone, if you don't make finals, you may as well come last. That's what it seems like the decision is. It's like, if you don't make finals, you may as well come last. We're not here to make finals. We're here to win premierships. And, you know, they came out a couple of years ago and said they want to win, I think it was four premierships in five years, but the four is two women's ones and two men's ones. I think that's their goal. Um, and I think they felt that finishing seventh, eighth or ninth, it's never going to get them there. Whereas a guy like Desi Hasler, we know the magic he can work. I mean, look at Manly when he was there, came in, they were like 15th or 16th and frigate or 15th, then he took them to a prelim. And Desi Hasler with this forward pack is exciting. Mm. Oh, mate, I am so excited to see Des Hasler back in the NRL, even just from a content perspective. Yeah. He's like the Cosmo Kramer of the NRL. I just I love having him back in the game, Desi. And, yeah, with this pack, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, you've got um, – is it Palacia that's joining them Yeah, off the bench? Oh, oh I thought – you know, and obviously uh, Fafita got all the applause this year, which he 100% deserves. He was tremendous. But, geez, I thought the resurgence of Mofot awake. Oh, mate. He won the player of the year. So he should have. He yeah. was unbelievable this season. Did he? Yeah, pretty sure. Pretty sure. Can you Over check that? Fafita. I'm pretty sure. But he was pretty freaking good. He was terrific, but I thought Fafita was unbelievable this year. Yeah. I think as well with these awards, like if you fade at the back end of the year – Sometimes that can mm. hurt you a little bit.
But yeah, I would have had Fafita as well. Jeez. But Maui was bloody good, man. I'm okay with Mo getting it. I really am. Maui oh, was wow. bloody good. Um, I hope I'm right with that. Fuck. No, you are right. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about some. Uh, and th- this is where I get excited for the Titans, where you know some of these other teams, I, I get a bit concerned. But you know, press uh, when you look at uh, Campbell at fullback playing really well. Tanner Boyd, I think, really improved his game. You know, week in, week out. And they look towards the back end of the year when they had those blowout losses. I think Tanner Boyd en- ended up finishing his season early to get some surgery. Uh, Khan Pereira, I thought that there was a real chance that he would get to the end of the year. And although he's still got a lot of improvement, I do think he improved throughout the season with his decision-making. We all know he can score tries. We all know he's electric. He's fast as anything. Um, there was a lot to like. There was a lot to like uh, from the, the Titans. Dave Fafita, how crazy is it that when you look at the way he's played now and you look at the way he played a couple of years ago, and all the tries that he scored and all the tackle breaks that he had, and everyone was off him, you know. It shows you just how much what someone is allegedly paid taints the way we view them. Mm. Because if Fafita was on 700K and playing the way he did last year or so, people would be like, yeah, it's a bloody good back rower, scores heaps of tries, breaks heaps of tackles. Mm. Um, And yet now that he's taken a little bit of a pay cut, even though statistically he's not breaking all those tries or, you know, it's breaking all the tackles, scoring all those tries, but universally people are like, bloody good year, bloody good year. Isn't it just interesting how different the way you look at things? Yeah, and it changes everything, doesn't it? Mm. Is it the entire perspective on him? Um, I mean, you know, obviously the the Fafita story is brilliant and I'm, I might throw to Timmy to talk more of it, but you can't tell the Fafita story without telling the foreign story, can yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Jesus, Kim, it's, we sort of chatted on all year about the... How hyped we were about the impact of Foz on Fafida and 12 months on, weren't we just just blown away? We probably like, went unders. We, we went enormous unders. And this year to me, like, it's funny to say we had a team that finished 14th, but geez, that added a notch to Kieran Foran's legacy when he retires. Like, for what he's done at a, a lesser club in the NRL, I know he's been around the traps, obviously been... Been well around the church, been to a lot of clubs, but just really, the way he someone he was the first person to finally unlock, or first half I should say, to unlock Dave Fafita. What he did defensively to that edge this year, he was terrific. Dave Fafita uh, also far out, like he had nine nine line breaks, averaged 145 meters per game, 11 line break assists, eight tries, 10 try assists for a back rower and. Just boys rolled up the sleeves this year, didn't he? Just straightened up. Oh. Just straightened everything up. And chose his moments when to start crabbing across field and breaking tackles. So <coughs> averaged 145 running metres per game, up from 112 last year. That's wow. substantial. Wow. I loved the development in his passing game as well. Yeah, just came out yeah. of nowhere. Very similar to what Kikau did in the last two years at mm. Penrith. Uh, and it just added... I can imagine, like, you're trying to deal with the hardest bloke to tackle in rugby league. And now, all of a sudden, he's almost more dangerous when he doesn't have the ball. Well, imagine if he starts fucking ball playing at the edge there. Like, as in, you know, we just said ball playing. But I mean, like, used as the guy that's making the last decision of whether to hit short or hit long, Mm. rather than sometimes just doing a great tip on. Yeah. Like, that's a scary thought. I can't believe he didn't get picked in the kangaroo squad. Yeah, I was thinking about it before, and I agree. (coughs) I would have picked him in there. But, geez, if you're the Titans, how stoked are you? Oh. Yeah. Like... Put it this way, I am with, like, Paddy Carrigan. I want him to take a break, yeah. him and Payne yeah. 
like as a clubman, obviously I would never not want them to play for the country for sure. But selfishly, when I'm just talking about Broncos hat on, it's like, boys, like think about how big those two players' season has been. Like then to go out and play more footy, jeez, tough, tough. So it's great for his – and I think also it's, it's almost um, – Fafita would want to play. He would want to play. And we haven't really even spoken about his origin performance, how good he was in for mm. origin. Like he was outstanding yeah, yeah. All, for all, all those numbers and big games and <clears> – <throat> I know there was a, at least one game there where he played at 20, 30, 20 minutes after Origin, but all that with three, three 80 minute performances in Origin or, or near enough, 60 to 80. What I loved about his Origin performances is he was so um, disciplined about his role, just so selfless. All he was doing was running at the half mm. as many times as he could, and he didn't even think about what he enjoys doing, which is obviously breaking tackles. Like, it just shows his maturity. And I think although he wished he would have made the Australian side, mentally I think it's really good for him because he's been under the blowtorch as a young fella for quite a while now. I mean, we're talking about a guy that is 23 years old. Like 23 and what he's done already is, is unbelievable. He's got so many years left in him, it's crazy. Just have a look through uh, this list of players we've got and it's got their birthplace next to it. And, you know, you've got Fafita in Brisbane, AJ Brimson in Brisbane. Whereabouts is orange in Queensland for Tino? <laughs> I think North it's Queensland or south? South of Gold Coast. Yeah, Just south sense. of Gold Coast Just there. south, yeah. Just south of Gold Coast there. Just north of um, Auckland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. it's definitely south of Gold Coast. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, That's no, all I can tell you. There is orange. That's in <laughs> One of the all-time rugby league songs, to be honest. Um, what's, a, what's a more rugby league song? That's in Queensland or Simply the Best. <laughs> it's got to be Simply the Best, but it's a close fight. Yeah. <laughs> Am I ever going to say One annoys again? me heaps less I'll tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah so David Vafita I'm so happy for him For a guy that was just Imagine being David Vafita You know You scored 17 tries in the year Or whatever that season And for sure We as well were like We would love to see Vafita get through some more work Maybe we put him in the middle Just so we can get the ball more But you're getting hounded From pillar to post and you're sitting there going, I'm not even playing that bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting absolutely sprayed just because I'm on a big wicket. Like, I didn't, so, like, I didn't offer the contract to myself. And so what I'm happy for is, is that the narrative is completely turned on for Fida. You don't see any of that chat anymore. And yet he's still on a massive wicket. I think it's like 800K. So it's not like he's just gone down to four or 500K. He's still on a big wicket. And wasn't Origin just the perfect sign of how that narrative has changed? No big plays, just did his job yeah, in all games. for sure. I think Billy Slater is going to be so good for him. Yep. So good for him. Um, so, yeah, really happy for Fida. I thought he had an outstanding year. Um, Tino, another guy. Like, think about Tino under Desi. What Desi is going to be able to make this guy into. Now, I will say, I saw a quote saying Desi wants him to put muscle mass on. Look, <laughs> that is ridiculous in my opinion. Maybe it's a, a throw-off by Desi. I don't know. But if there's one bloke in the entire world that doesn't need to put size on, it's Tino. What? If anything, trim him down. Get him the 80 minutes. Bizarre. He, really bizarre. Yeah, God. Well, um, he weighs about 110 kilos. He's 6'6". Six, six. And he averaged 62 minutes per game this season. But, like, you know, he came back from that late-season suspension, missed three games, and he played 68 minutes, 59, 68, 69. There were games during the year he played 74, 72 at that size. And it's not like he's just playing the minutes and playing them on edge. He's playing them in the middle. So I wonder whether Desi's identified, like, I don't want him playing that long. I want him playing 55 minutes or 50 minutes. 
and I just want him to be a fucking battering ram. Maybe that's Desi's style. He gets quick play the balls, increases the the momentum of the team. The super coach player in me says more minutes, Kempi. Okay. Better. I might even own him this year for the first time. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Trap? I'm seeing some traps. <laughs> we should have got you to name a player from each side. Super coach next super year. Super coach player? Yeah. Ne- next year we'll get, when we go you know through the yeah, right, teams, we'll, we'll get Kempi's, his, his must-have. You know what? He's no, no. smoky and I'll go, trap. I'll go as far as this. On your big season opening show, I'll join you. Oh, don't say it if you don't mean it. Mate, have I ever not fucking lived up to my word, Rue? Can we get you to have a super coach team this year? Why don't you share a team with Dickhead down there? He always forgets to do it. <laughs> you can help each other. Yeah? Look, I'm happy to have a team, but just know that I'm probably not selecting the people each week because I couldn't be fucked. <laughs> That's exactly. So basically it's Maddie's team. Yes. But okay. if it goes well, it's my team. Yeah. But sure. I, 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 will, I will be on the first episode next year with Life, you boys. Live no, from, from Las Vegas. We'll see, boys. We'll see. <laughs> um, I think that was a yes. I think he's no. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a no. Oh, boys. Oh. I just don't trust you in Vegas, ve- you two ve- fucking ve- scallywags. Ve- very Ben Hunt vibes. He, uh, <laughs> he, 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 says, he says he's going to be in bloke studios on the Vegas round, but he wants to be elsewhere. <laughs> oh, I don't try, mate. If the fucking players got in shit over there, could you imagine the ruined Timmy? Oh, how good. <laughs> fucking ruined Timmy the Tin Heart oh. over there on the tins. It's a recipe for disaster. I don't think we're in your top one worries just quite. Actually true. This fucking guy. Honestly, sitting next to him at a game, I wanted to knock him out. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, this is what real passionate fans are like. Getting up. That was hell. That was offside. What the hell? And everyone's like, geez, that's a lot of passion for a bloke that doesn't even support Brisbane. (laughs) It's like Southie's team. Oh, man. Um, Let's just say he had a few... Quiet ones. He enjoyed himself. Ones. He, he enjoyed himself. He's a very excited <laughs> young man. Um, well, he, uh, he met us after the grand final luncheon. And geez, he played catch up very quickly. Yeah, oh, really? Pace, yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, Maddie, look out for your f- you on the front page. Bloke in a bar producer pisses in his own mouth in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, back to Tino. Uh, isn't he? Isn't he such a good get as well? in regards to you know your club culture is it may be areas where you can improve and add and help Tino and I do think he actually does need a little bit of help but Desi will help with that but you definitely know it's not going to be bad like you know that the leader isn't going to be teaching bad habits to the guys coming through which is a really really important thing he's another guy 23 years old we still have 10 years of this bloke I cannot wait to see him develop and and look who's to say that this can't be similar to the Broncos. Who's to say that this can't be a really young side, because they are really young. When you look at this, like they're a super young side outside of Foz. Um, who's to say that they can't experience being at the bottom of the table in the next few years? We see Tino, Fafida, uh, Palacia and Maui leading the boys to a grand final. It's almost exactly the same as the Broncos bringing in Adam Reynolds. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you could even argue... Some of the halves, the lower, like a guy like Weaver, 
could be stronger than some of the lower halves currently at the Broncos. Yeah, and I think that's going to be their big test. They've got all these stars. The squad's fantastic, but you can only get a certain amount of guys on the field mm. at one time, and you've got to somehow fit Campbell in. You've got to fit AJ Brimson in. Tanner Boyd's really come of age. Can you play him in this? You've got to have Foz on the field. You've got Keeney, who I think is going to be a superstar when he gets an opportunity. You've got all these talented guys that you know, you're trying to fit – Three or four very good guys into two positions. I think Desi will make some tough calls. Yeah, I think he has to. Because it, 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 the Campbell-Brimson situation, I actually think it's hurting the team now because it's making that decision so freaking hard. I would still have Brimo ahead of him, but Campbell cannot sit on the bench. So it makes that, okay, okay, now I've got to carry him at 14, but then I don't have a normal 14. You know what I mean? It just it changes your whole game plan. Whereas have you know we've discussed it over the last couple of years, when you go to Origin, what's the key thing that is like separates Queensland from New South Wales? In my opinion, it's a very specific game plan that they have down to a T. And it's tough because, like, I personally think AJ Brimson's best position is fullback. Do we all agree? Yeah, yeah. for sure. But you can't play Jaden Campbell anywhere else. I'd play. I think I'd go Brimo and Foz in the halves, and go yeah. Jaden at fullback. Just yeah. to fit them all in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I said leading into this last year. I put. Brimo, I know Brimo prefers fullback but he also said i'll play anywhere that's mm. the kind of bloke he is guess how old brimo is he's 24 jesus yeah i would love nothing more than to see brimo just play every game next year yep he injury free a superstar mate what the good thing about brimo being at six <clears throat> is if tanner boyd is willing and weaver but tanner boyd is willing to go you know what i'll, I'll slip to that 14 role for the team he has already done it because Foz is, is probably not going to go around 20, in 2025, we'd assume. I'd, I'd say next year probably is his not. last year. And that's, I'm not having a dig at Foz. I fucking love him. Mm. But I'm just – he's what? He'll be 35, I think, by the end of that year, 34. Um, if Tanner can just wait one more year, then you've got Tanner Boyd, who is 23. Brimo's 24. Campbell, that's 22 or 23. And then <sighs> – you know what I mean? So you've got a spine that can be together for them. And they are, we absolutely know for sure that they, are, they can be top tier quality. And, and not only that, if you've got Brimo and Foz in the halves, you're going to get a handful of games. Like <laughs> you'll be playing yep. to Manorell. There's going to be some soft tissue absolutely. between that pair. So I actually think a better long term decision, if you want to make a GF in two or three years, or maybe let's say, let's say three to four, would actually be to put Brimo at six in the understanding that in three years, him and Tanner Boyd and Campbell have played three years together and are at the top of their game, you know, 26 years old, 27 years old. I think the other one that really hurt them this year, and I think he was a tremendous signing, we just didn't see enough of him, was Sammy Verrills. Yeah, massive. massive. Love him. Huge fan. Um, I thought also, really good, not fine, because he's been there for a while, but Philip Sammy was (sighs) phenomenal this year. So much so that I actually think he should have been in discussion for winger of the year. That's Mm. how good I thought he was this year. So many good outside backs there between him and Brian Kelly. I just feel like they're constantly underappreciated. And and Philip Sammy's only twenty six. So got plenty of time. Well, did he play Origin in twenty twenty. Yeah. 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 So Titans scored fifty three percent of the tries down the left edge. No shock. Fafida, Foz, Camprera on the right. Twenty one percent of the tries where Sammy was, and he had an incredible year. Like if if he'd flip sides. Everything he would have done, he would have done times two, I reckon. Yeah. Well, he probably would have been winger of the year. Yeah. Because you look at his stats, like, isn't he, especially his end of the season, he was running for, like, 200 metres a game, easy. And, like, you know, five, six tackle breaks. He, yeah, like, we could see him in a Ryan's jersey again. Yeah. So, sooner rather than later. What's his stats like at the end of the year? 
as in like towards the end of this. So he finished the year with metres of 66 in the last game, or 25 against Penrith, so he got injured. Before that, though, 247, 186, 209, 175, 229, 218, 222, 290. Yeah. Jesus. That's what I mean. It, it just flew under the radar, but he was fucking unbelievable. You know what as well, like with those run meters, like that's incredibly impressive. But keep in mind, like a lot of teams were kicking to Carpierre because they could force him back as yeah. well. So he's yeah. not getting easy kick True. return meters either. That's very impressive. When you, when you read out 25, I was like, holy shit, is this the worst call in history that I've just made? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, have I mistaken Philip Sammy for someone else? Uh, <laughs> and you went, you went, yeah, 25, 60. I was like, that's fucking oh. terrible. <laughs> Jesus. Um, he was outstanding. Um, where's my boy? Oh man, I wish I could. Jamin Jolliffe. Randall. My boy Randall. He was outstanding towards the back end of the year. I think we found his position. Get him in the middle, just getting some bloody. I'm a huge Randall and Jolliffe guy. I yeah. love both of them. Another guy, both for more. For more. Yeah, he returns next year. Returns Holy next year. crap, they missed him. Jeez, they missed him. They could not sort that, that right edge back row out all year. Uh, and it's no knock on Joey Stimson, who had a solid enough year this season. He played most of his time there, came off the bench a little bit. But Bo Furmore, who was outstanding the couple of seasons prior, to having a one-two punch on the edges of Fafida and Furmore, oh, would, would have been massive for them. Furmore was so good last year that people argued he was ahead of Fafida mm. for origin. That's, yeah. how, that's how good he played. And I, I do think defensively he's still got a few things he needs to sort out. But... Jeez, he's a good bang for bucket. And he played, we played, was it PM's 11 at the end of last year and killed it? 13. One of the highlights so of my year was uh, sitting in a pub in Wagga at about 2 a.m. And some of the locals were talking about Joe Stimson. And then little T. Williams <laughs> in the table goes, I made him tap out. <laughs> They're all ringing Joe Stimson at about 3 a.m. trying to get him on the phone. He's going, tapped him out. <laughs> Say hello to him. <laughs> I... Went to boarding school with Joe Simpson and I tapped him out. <laughs> <laughs> but then That's what happened after that? He got bigger as he got older and I think I got smaller. <laughs> no, no. Didn't didn't he wrestle someone else as well after that? Oh, and then I wrestled Adam Elliott and I'm lucky to be alive right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so with the Titans, look, you can't shy away from the fact that it was a disappointing year because they finished as low as they did. But I, I really do believe they made a really tough call mid-year and that affected their end of the season because we do know that the players loved Holbrook. They really did love him. Um, he, he's a... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The knock on Holbrook was he wasn't harsh enough. He was a bit easier on, on players. So Desi, obviously, we know how harsh he can be. But when a coach that is that loved goes, it, it can affect the dressing room. It really can. Um, and almost take the wind out of your sails as a team. Like you, They did rock up the next week and they, they lost only 18-12 to the Broncos, but I personally believe Titans should be excited for next year. It hasn't really been talked about much since it happened, but like, guys, we have a Gold Coast Titans side that's about to be coached by Des Hasler. Actually beat the Broncos that week, mate. They beat them 18-12? Yeah, my apologies, yeah. my apologies. Beat them 18-12. 
that was after they sacked Holbrook. I believe so. So it yeah. shows you emotions high. They've mm. reacted to it. They've they're hurting from it. Um, geez, isn't that one that got away from the Broncos? Because that's they win the premiership if they win that one. Uh, as in, sorry, they win the minor premiership. <laughs> I was going to say that. That was a big stuff. And the premiership. <laughs> <laughs> the minor premiership, apologies. Um, yeah, so, look, disappointing, no denying that. But I think it's really brave from the Titans that they are willing to go, we aren't here to make finals, we want to win a premiership, and they've made a big call. They've made a big call. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.